Built Not Born, episode 46. I'm Joe Chicarone. Thank you for joining us. Today's guest is Sam Oropesa. Sam Oropesa is the Republican candidate for the open state Senate seat in Pennsylvania's 5th District, which is being decided in a special election on May 17th, 2022. Sam and I discuss his platform, the ideas he has to improve Philadelphia's 5th District, and why he is uniquely qualified to do the job. Sam was a previous guest on the show about a year ago. He and I sat down in episode number seven to talk about how he was raised by a single mother, his MMA career, and how he transitioned from the ring to a successful career in real estate in the Howergate Kensington section. Sam is an awesome guy. He is a stand-up dude. He is high energy. He does amazing work in the 5th District with his nonprofit rescue where they have done over 21 cleanups and cleaned up tons of trash off the street. He's a community organizer. He is really passionate about what he does. So, Samio, best of luck. Go get that Senate seat. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please hit the follow button. We have a bunch of cool interviews like this one to come. Enjoy my conversation with Sam Oropesa, Republican candidate for the open state Senate seat in Philadelphia's 5th District. And remember, life is built, not born. Sam Oropesa, welcome back to the show. Awesome, Joe. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. We are excited to have you. For our listeners, about a year ago, Sam, you and I sat down. You were actually episode seven. We're approaching episode 50 now. For people to get to know Sam and his amazing story and his career in real estate and MMA and his upbringing and cleaning up Kensington, go back to episode number seven in May of 2021. But the reason why I asked Samio to come back on the show, he is now the Republican candidate for the 5th District for the state Senate seat in Philadelphia. First off, how'd that come about? If you go back and listen to the first episode, you know, episode number seven, like you said, you kind of hear the, uh, the thought was in my head, right? And preparation meets opportunity. They consider it luck. I felt the opportunity was here and I was prepared. And this is a special election. So what that means is our current state senator, John Sabatina, is stepping down to go be a judge in the city. Whenever there is a opportunity like this and it presents itself and I felt ready for it, but not only did I feel ready with what's going on in the city of Philadelphia, it's time for people to step up and it's time for people to take action. And I'm ready to step up and I'm ready to take action. I'm ready to make a difference because we got to improve our public safety, our quality of life and our education for our children. I want to get into your platform. I want to get into the state of the election. If, if you get into office, your first move. But I want to start a couple months back. When did you first get the idea of running? Do you remember the moment where you decided, you know what? I'm going to go do this. I'm going for it. Yeah. The Northeast Times did an article announcing the Democrat candidate. And when I read the article and when I looked at the picture in the article, Joe, I got to be completely honest with you. Running for state Senate is a very big deal. 
And when you're about to make an announcement in the newspaper, I do believe in the presentation. You want to show up and you want to look like the state senator. When they showed the candidate that's running and just the picture they put in the paper, I just saw someone that looks like they already won. Like they don't even need the campaign. They just walk right into the seat without putting up a fight. And I thought about the timing of it. And it's, I said, Hey, I can make myself very uncomfortable for four months and run a campaign and sprint those four months and get in front of as many people as possible. And I went for it. That was the thought in my head. I, I'm not going to lie. I was very nervous. And I knew once I landed on shore, I had to burn the boat and there was no turning back and we're 11 days away. And I'm, I'm glad I made that decision. Wow. Burn the boats. For those that listen to episode seven, one of the things that's so impressive, following you on social media, just knowing you for as long as I have, you're cleaning up the streets. You created your nonprofit rescue, rescuing streets through cleanups. Last I checked, you cleaned up 20 tons of trash during 15 cleanups in, in the Kensington 5th District area. First off, how'd that come about? You were doing that way before you decided to run for Senate. You've been an advocate, a community organizer, small business owner, all that way before you decided to run. First off, how did you decide it was time to physically clean up the streets, like take, removing trash from alleys? What happened was this, the pandemic hits and we watched our quality of life really get destroyed here in Philadelphia, regardless of what neighborhood you live in. I saw everyone's quality of life suffer. And they gave you the shelter in place orders. And I noticed that the trash continued to grow. And when I say the trash, for those who don't know, they call it short dumping, whether it be contractor debris, tires, people doing clean outs of houses or couches, living room sets, and they just dump it right on the streets and it starts to accumulate. And really what was happening in my neighborhood, in the Port Richmond and Bridesburg neighborhood, it almost looked like it was supposed to be there. Like this became the designated trash can for the city of Philadelphia. And I got sick and tired of it and people got sick and tired of it. And we can write on Facebook how sick and tired we are of it, or we can go out there and do something. So I joined together with the members of my community and I started Rescue. And it started off small. And I'm, I'm happy to tell you that this past Saturday was our 21st cleanup. And what I'm not happy to tell you about our 21st cleanup, it was our fifth time cleaning up the same site, um, a site that really has become forgotten in, in Port Richmond, a site that really, Joe, when you drive by this site, you'd say, oh, I guess that's where you're supposed to throw your trash at because everybody does it. We organized this cleanup with the Block Church, which I absolutely love that we are getting local schools and local organizations such as churches wanting to join together because this is something that we can all agree on. Doesn't matter your race, your background, the region you live in. We can all agree that we want to live in a nice, clean neighborhood. One of the things I noticed from the videos, the diversity of the people cleaning up all races and ages and old people, young kids, parents, teenagers, everyone's involved. That's such a great way for the community to come together. So kudos there, dude. 
that is just awesome. We just want to send that message out too. It's it's a sign of community. And and when we lose community in, in Philadelphia, you're seeing neighborhoods really lose that sense of community. And when you lose that, you really lose everything. No, so true. Let's get to the election. When you look at the fifth district, what are the top two to three problems that need to be addressed? What would be your focus? Number one, Joe, is our public safety. We have watched skyrocketing crime in the past two years. We have watched our murder rate grow exponentially. And really what's happening are we're losing a whole generation of our youth. And we are watching children get indoctrinated into a life of crime. It is a problem that's only going to continue to grow because we have a district attorney that won't prosecute. And what used to be the the male role models were the, the police athletic leagues, the basketball leagues, the rec centers, the boxing gyms. What, what I'm really starting to see, especially in the neighborhoods where I focus my time in, are these repeat violent felons are now the role models for the next generation. And if we don't step in, if we don't take action we really are going to lose a whole generation of our youth to this. And on top of it, we have the growing opioid epidemic. And it's so sad to watch people suffering through addiction. And it it really just destroys our public safety. We have four carjackings a day in the city of Philadelphia. That's someone gets carjacked every six hours in Philadelphia when you think about it. There is going to be no reason why anyone would want to raise a family, send their child to a school here, or open a business in Philadelphia. So really, in my opinion, public safety is the number one issue. And that's why I'm also so proud to have our state troopers endorsing me and Temple University police endorsing me. And I'm the only candidate that has a law enforcement endorsement. I want to work together with our law enforcement community and our community members to solve these problems. I think that's number one. We have to punish the criminals for the harm they cause us. Punishment is part of the rehabilitation process and it can be proper punishment. And I do believe that we, we can be empathetic enough to find the proper punishments for people instead of letting repeat violent felons just walk right back on the streets to continue to commit the same crimes and to hurt more people. And really, Joe, public safety is really going to improve when we can start to provide opportunities for those who would be criminals to find a better path. And as a trade school graduate, we have the building trades here in Philadelphia. We have these abandoned buildings that we can turn into vocational schools. And when you think about rehabilitating the youth and rehabilitating recovering addicts, what better way than to help them with really learning a trade? There's a lot of ways we can do this. And lastly, we need the district attorney to start treating the victims of crime better than the criminals committing them. That's so, so important. You're seeing nothing's happening to these criminals after these heinous crimes. And 
we have a shortage of our Philadelphia police. It's frightening when you think about the numbers. Put it this way, Joe, you call 911 mm-hmm. after five o'clock, the phone rings. This is a, a service that we all need here in the city of Philadelphia. So to me, public safety is number one. Number two is our education. We have the highest poverty rate out of every major city. We are the fifth largest city in the country. And knowing that over 25% of our population in Philadelphia is growing up in poverty, to me, it's a sign that we need to improve our education. And look, I don't think just giving schools more money is going to fix this problem. Everything is going to start at home, but also we need to give the children a better outlet. I I do believe that expecting a kid to sit still for eight hours a day and repeat information Mm. is not the best way for our children to learn. No, Um, definitely not. And having a more hands-on approach such as trade schools. We used to have these in Philadelphia and we need to bring them back. Mm-hmm. And, and Joe, lastly, is our quality of life. We pay taxes to live here in the city of Philadelphia. We are, I believe we are the second highest tax city in the country and we really get no services and the people are fed up. My message is well-received and people are fed up improving our quality of life. Everyone should be able to have a peaceful night's sleep in Philadelphia. And that's, Right by the campaign office last month, a mother and a child were struck in with a bullet. The same bullet hit both of them while they were sitting in their living rooms. While you're sitting in your house, you should be safe. And it's not happening. A couple of things you said there. First off, public safety, making the neighborhood safe is the first one. What's the first step of making the neighborhood safe from your perspective? It really starts with improving the community's relationship with our law enforcement. Mm-hmm. The idea that police officers are bad, the idea that police officers are only here to harm people or throw people in jail. Our police officers are our first responders. They deliver babies. They um, resuscitate people. They are our first uh, line of protection. And we have to improve the community's relationship and also not cooperating with the police after a crime, this is how we allow these violent felons to stay on our streets. So really improving that relationship, I I believe, is the first step. The second thing you mentioned was provide more opportunities, create more jobs for people in the community. What's that look like? What's the first step in making that a reality? In, In order to create more jobs in the city of Philadelphia, we need to become more business friendly. Mm-hmm. If we're going to create these jobs, Philadelphia gets passed up far too often. We have great schools, we have great colleges, and we have great hospitals. But they, we get passed up far too often by larger companies that are going to provide higher paying jobs that would hire members of the community. So uh, the idea that businesses are bad we, we need to change that idea in Philadelphia. We need to become more business friendly. We need to welcome more businesses into the city. It's going to increase uh, tax revenue. It's going to make our population grow. Our population growth, we've declined since the start of the pandemic. We've declined because businesses don't want to be here and it's not safe to live here. So making it more business friendly 
I do believe is the first step and, and not destroying them with high taxes. Mm-hmm. We're overtaxed here in Philadelphia. And I, people are really starting to wake up to that. They talk about raising the minimum wage, but even if you get paid $15 an hour, you're still living in poverty. You are. For me, Joe, when I was able to really, I, I had a career with health benefits that people would consider good health benefits. And I had a competitive salary that people much higher than $15 and I couldn't support my family. And it's awful. It is. And if you look at the cost of everything, I don't know how I would have made it, but really being able to start my own business and acquire the skills that a business owner must have has totally changed my life. And it's another big reason why I want to run for state Senate, because at the end of the day, we're going to be sitting on the board of directors for the state of Pennsylvania. So we need people who know how to run a business, a successful business, making these decisions. Third thing you brought up, better schools. If you ask, why do young professionals leave the city? Like they get married, they move in the city, they live somewhere in Center City, Roxborough, Maniunk, somewhere. And they ask, why did you move out? Why did you go to the suburbs? And you hear the schools. You hear like the schools aren't that good. We're raising a family and we want better public schools. The one thing that's just so surprising, you hear they have some amazing teachers working in the school district, but the schools as a whole are just underperforming the kids. What's the answer to that? You know, Joe, I'm so glad you asked that question because this is a question that gets asked and everyone has a different answer for it. And I'm not saying I have all the answers, but what I am saying is I'm willing to work towards a solution that is a a solution that is something where we can start to see a difference, where we can actually make progress. And it's such a tough question to answer. But as a child that grew up in a single parent household, and and I want every single mother out there to know that I have the utmost respect for them. I was raised by a single mother and I know what they are up against as the product of a a single parent household. I had a single mom. She provided love for me. I, I had older brothers that cared for me. And when I become Senator to find a way to work with these kids, to introduce programs that can allow these kids to experience positive male role models in their life and give them an outlet because growing up, I was an angry kid and a lot of these kids are angry and I understand and rightfully so any child in that situation would be angry. But from my research, and again, I don't have all the answers. It's that dangerous environment that gets created where teachers can't teach and students can't learn. Understood. So to your platform, we have public safety, making our neighborhood safe. We have providing opportunities, being more business friendly, better schools. It's a great place to start. Sam, when they say special election this May 17th, what makes it special? So our current state senator is stepping down. So we're finishing out his term. So a state senator's term is four years. John Sabatina already served two years of that term. So we're finishing out his original term. So the election is held on the day of the primary. Mm -hmm. We want as many people to know that, hey, 
even though you're a Democrat, even though you're an independent, even though you're a third party, you can vote in this election. When they see your name, Sam Arpaza, on the ballot, if you're a Democrat, an independent, Republican, you can pull the lever, your vote is going to count and your vote's needed. Yep. Any other issue we need to address or touch base on? Yes. I don't know so much if this is an issue or just a thought that I want every person to really understand. I'm an individual. Being a Republican to me, yes, it means something to me. But does that mean I agree with everything a Republican thinks? No, I'm an individual. So that's first and foremost. But this is politics, right, Joe? And we only have one party in the Senate right now. One party. And we have not seen a Republican senator in the city of Philadelphia for over 22 years. Hank Salvatore was the last Republican senator. Being able to go into the majority party in Harrisburg is a big deal. We need diversity of thought and we need diversity of of political parties. And I want people to understand that, that I see why the GOP, the grand old party, gets the stigma that it's a bunch of out of touch old people. I understand that, but I'm 36 years old. I've experienced a lot in my life. I grew up in a a lower middle-class family. I went to a trade school. I became a professional fighter. I worked in the refineries. I left the refineries. I started my own business. I've been up, down, over, left, right, you name it. The only place I'd never been was was out because I've always been willing to pick myself back up. And having somebody with that experience and that background to go right into the majority party and represent the the fifth district of Philadelphia is really where I believe there's that 0.5 issue where I can walk on both sides of the aisle and I can go right to the majority in the Senate and explain to them in that empathetic way to show them what it's like in Philadelphia. Because mind you, Joe, that Pennsylvania is a big state and there is nothing like Philadelphia (laughs) in the state of Pennsylvania. Nothing like it. Um, We are a very unique city and there's really nothing like it in this country. We have a, a very unique set of problems and I have a strong understanding of these problems. Having me in that majority party to sit the Republicans down and say, here's the problems we're facing. Here's the solutions we need. Let's work on this is that 0.5 issue that I don't want anyone to miss. Wrapping up here, Sammy, say there is a a lifelong Democrat who loves their city, loves their neighborhood. They're proud to be from the fifth district and they've never voted for a Republican ever in their life, but they're heading to the polls this May 17th for the special election. And they see Sammy Oropesa on the ballot. When they pull the lever for you and they put you in the Senate, what are they going to get? When you pull that lever and you put me in the Senate, what you are going to get is a senator 
who comes to the Senate with no hands out. There's no big donor that I have that gave me all this money so I could win. My donations have been small and they've been from individuals. So you are going to get exactly what you should get in your senator. You're going to get a public servant. You're going to get your constituent services back. You're going to get somebody who is going to handle your problems with a service mindset. Somebody who comes from a business background who understands that if I want to get elected again, I'm going to have to do a great job. I'm going to have to serve my community and not the large donors that got me here. You're going to get somebody who's going to show up at your door and is going to talk to you that wants to understand your problems. You're going to get an individual who probably faced the same problems you faced. You're going to get somebody that really has experienced some of the most painful things as a younger person and really understood it, that it was the values that I had that pulled me through this and that has empathy for the kids that are growing up and wants to make a difference. Lastly, you're going to get somebody in the majority party, which we never have had in Philadelphia. And part of those duties that I will have is looking over the budget and making sure that we have everything we need to be prosperous in the fifth district. If I were to add one more thing, transparency, I'll show you everything I'm doing. When you want to see it, I have no issue with that. Summarizing here, when they pull the lever for you on May 17th, they're going to get a transparent politician that's focused on public safety, providing better jobs and opportunities and better schools. Yes, sir. Sam Oropesa, I think that's about as good a spot as any to wrap it up. I'd like to thank you for joining us. Hopefully you were the first Republican that the fifth district puts in office in 22 years. When you win, I hope you join us back on the show a couple months in and that we could talk about all the progress you're making. Absolutely. And you're going to have to be at the victory party, right, Joe? I'm in. Thank you for the invite. It would be an honor. Hopefully next time we will call you Senator Oropesa. I wish you nothing but success on May 17th. Keep knocking on them doors. Good things are going to happen. You got it. Thank you. Thanks for the time coming on here. Thank you.